Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Ragland with Great Ministries. I want to welcome you to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this week's podcast. We thank you for those who are listening. We pray for those who will share the word with their friends, their family, their loved ones, and especially the unsaved. We pray that your word will go forward. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In Jesus' name, amen. This week's podcast continues our discipleship training on quiet time with the Lord. If you're like most people, you may have difficulty finding time to spend with God. Our lives may be filled with the demands of family, work, meals, hobbies, commitments, personal time, and commute time. But we also spend time on lengthy phone calls, meetings, online browsing, watching TV, social gatherings, and looking for lost items due to clutter. Even with all we have to do, we are all equal when it comes to the amount of time we get each week. We all get 168 hours per week, and that's a fact. I reject the argument that a person just doesn't have time to read the Word of God each day and pray. I submit to you that you can spend 10 minutes a day, which is a little over one hour a week, in quiet time. Don't do it out of habit. Do it out of love. Love for the Savior. Love for others. And love for yourself. If you're going to have a relationship with someone, you must spend time with them. 10 minutes a day is a start, not a habit. As you increase your time with the Lord, your bond will grow. We spend more time at work than we do with the one who allows us to work. We spend more time eating than we do with the one who provides our food. We spend more time with family than we do with the one who gave us the family. If you have time for those important items on your daily and weekly list, then you can carve 10 minutes a day out of your schedule. Jesus set the example for quiet time in Mark's gospel, Mark 1 and 35. It reads, now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. Friends, we must examine the schedule of Jesus to see why he got up early and prayed in a quiet place. Here's Jesus' previous day's events. Number one, he taught in the synagogue, Mark 1 and 22. Number two, he cast out an unclean spirit in a man, that's in Mark 1, 23 through 26. Number three, he healed Peter's mother-in-law in Mark 1, 31. Number four, he healed many other sick and demon-possessed people, found in Mark 1, 32 through 34. This was a typical day in the life of our Lord and Savior, teaching and healing all day. Both will drain you of your spiritual energy. Jesus knew how to plug into the source, with prayer, and with quiet time that was taken to prevent interference while tapping into the power supply. If our days are filled with nonstop demand on our moments, early quiet space would seem to be the best remedy. We, like Jesus, must utilize the relationship with God to sustain us throughout the day. Again, using Jesus as our example, we see that, number one, we must pray at times other than on our day of worship. Number two, we must pray alone. 
And number three, we must be in a position to pour out our heart to God. Other examples in the Bible of God requesting time in the morning include Moses being summoned to appear before God in Exodus 34 and 2. God said to Moses, So be ready in the morning and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai and present yourself to me there on the top of the mountain. Now, how would you like it if you have to go back to see God the second time with two new stone tablets after you had broken the first set? Psalm number five is entitled A Morning Prayer. David goes to the Lord in prayer in the morning. Verse three proclaims, My voice you shall hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. David is arranging his prayer and reaching out with all his might with expectation. Are we going through the motions, reciting a ritual prayer each day, or are we having a conversation with God and expecting Him to answer the well-planned petition we have brought before Him? Daniel 6, verses 10 and 11 is Daniel's response to the men who have fashioned a law to make it illegal to petition any god except the king. Verse 10 says, Now Daniel knew the writing was signed. He went home, and in his upper room, with his window open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, as was his custom since early days. My friends, Daniel knew all about the fiery darts that were coming his way. Remember, he was one of the three governors over the kingdom of Darius the Mede. A man in Daniel's position would not change his prayer life, law or no law. Daniel's habit was to pray three times a day. And while the Bible does not say what time Daniel prayed, I would not be surprised if morning was one of those times. Verse 11 goes on to say that these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. Now, I don't know about you, but when you break into my prayer time, You've declared spiritual war. Quiet time is just that. Time to be quiet. I'm not answering the phone during quiet time. Who's calling me at 5.30 in the morning anyway? I don't answer text. I don't answer emails. I don't answer questions. It is my uninterruptible time with God to start my day. Now, my quiet time consists of a devotional reading, usually from Our Daily Bread, there is also a scripture for the day included. I also have several read the Bible in a year plans. The one that I like has an Old Testament scripture, a New Testament scripture, a psalm, and a chapter from Proverbs. Now, I must confess that I struggle with mental distractions during quiet time. Thinking about today's events that haven't unfolded. Thinking about taking something out of the freezer for dinner tomorrow. Thinking about traffic. Now, I'm not going to tell you that I breeze right through my daily devotional because I don't. What I'm going to tell you is that I am not finished with my quiet time until all of the boxes are checked. Daily reading? Check. Daily prayer? Check. Daily meditation? Check. The most difficult time to get my quiet time is when I'm traveling. My upper room, so to speak, is not available, but it's a part of my life and I don't leave home without taking my quiet time with me. If you'd like to establish a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, 
so that you can have quiet time with him on a daily basis, pray this prayer with me. Father, I thank you for quiet time. Out of 168 hours in a week, I know that I can carve out some time for you. Please forgive me for not taking more time with you in the morning before my day gets started. Lead, guide, and direct me for my daily activities. In Jesus' name, amen. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request as well as your praise reports to hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share this ministry with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and especially the unsaved. This ministry is supported by friends like you. If you'd like to donate to Great Ministries, go to greatministries.org and click on the donate button. You may also write to us at P.O. Box 1654, Lilburn, Georgia, 30048, or call us at 678-693-2204. Be blessed and have a great week.